Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, that only you can steal. Lord, my soul is testing once again. Uh, this morning I wake up, Lord. I know that you are faithful. I know that you are a good God. You are a covenant-keeping God. Lord, you keep your covenant to many generations, thousands of generations, to all those who love you. Ah, Father, this morning, thank you for this great privilege to show my love for you, to declare that I love you from the bottom of my heart, to declare this morning that you are my God, that you are my King, to declare this morning that you are Yahweh, ah, the covenant-keeping God. Father, I love you. Thank you once again this morning for the gift of life, for this gift of being able to come into your presence. Yahweh, I give you praise. For this gift to be able to worship you this morning, Yahweh, I give you praise. Lord, be exalted. Be exalted in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, once again we have come. We have come, Lord, to tarry in your presence. We have come to worship you, O God. We have come to learn, to read your word. Your word says, blessed are those who read these words and do them. So we pray, Lord, this morning, help us become those who do your word, who practice your word. That, Lord, beyond the reading, Lord, beyond the discussions, Lord, we will sincerely practice your word in the mighty name of jesus let your name alone be glorified in our lives we give you all the praise in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen all right it's a good morning a good afternoon good evening to everyone listening in whatever time it is that you are playing this ad this audio or listening in uh, god bless you i am Murphy aye nike sharing devotion with you we go back to our study our reading of the book of first king yes it's been interesting very 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 interesting yesterday we stopped at chapter 12 chapter 12 we saw that the nation was split into two as god you know brings to pass uh, that word that he had spoken that he was going to divide the nation into two uh, ten tribes on one side one on the other side and of course naturally that means god keeps one for himself <laughs> okay so uh, judah on one side and the other ten tribes of israel on the other side yes uh, god still keeps uh, the tribe of levi for himself okay so um we saw all that happened and our Rehoboam was not so smart you know listening only to those he grew up with not bothering himself to listen to to the old counselors who had been with solomon and we told ourselves uh yesterday that we have to learn that lesson uh, surround yourself with the right counsel with the right counselor and you see that there is safety i think there's a proverb of solomon like that that says that in the midst of counselors 
there is safety yes um now <laughs> i wish some of those uh proverbs helped uh, know his son during this time all right so we take two chapters today we take chapters 13 and 14 from here on you know remember that the nation has plunged into idolatry okay into idolatry on one side you have Jeroboam who had taken the ten tribes you know and was doing everything you know to compete with this tribe you know they were competing in idolatry so they themselves had set up set up those two golden calves i hope you remember that and how solomon himself has built had built the shrines on so many hills you know worshiping the gods of his wife so from here on i'm telling you you are going to see what we describe as revelational gifts so prophets upon prophets you know we start coming forward and giving what we call the word of wisdom okay the word of wisdom something a word from god that explain or tells you about something that is going to happen in the future even before it happens you will see it uh, happening here again and again all right so it promises to be interesting you see um jeroboam himself punished you know and then there is this story yes in first king 13 that i used to get angry at, and i'm sure you will get angry with me this morning as we read it again but of course growing up as a christian i've learned a lot more so we share here again about the young and the old prophet yes as much as i mentioned that some people's mind were like mm, yes i know that story the young and the old prophet and how the old prophet treat treat the young prophet and god punished the young prophet instead of punishing the old prophets yes that's what most of us would think but we'll see the lessons to learn yeah all right dive in with me first king chapter 13 at the lord's command a man of god at the lord's command so follow every word i will i will mention this morning at the lord's command a man of god from judah went to Bethel arriving there just as jeroboam was approaching the altar to burn incense then at the lord's command he shouted o altar altar and this is what the lord says a child named josiah will be born into the dynasty of david on you he will sacrifice the priests from the pagan shrines who come here to burn incense and human bones will be will be burnt on you wow so this was a word we call this a word of wisdom okay it is both a prophecy but it is also a word of wisdom a prophecy in that you know it is um, a message that has come to give instruction okay so if the if maybe Jeroboam had paid attention, okay, maybe it would have been possible to to um, avert this, uh, what was going to happen in the future, you know, but it was also a word of wisdom in that it was telling Jeroboam about something that had not yet happened, that this boy called Josiah, and I'm telling you, is going to be one of the great kings of Israel, you know, after David, who would follow God with all his heart, Josiah, and I think Asa 
two very wonderful guys okay so let's continue it says that same day the man of god gave a sign to prove his message he said the lord has promised to give uh, this sign this altar will split apart and its ashes will poured out on the ground okay the ashes will pour out will, will be poured out on the ground so when you see prophets usually okay what we call the revelational gifts would be at work in them so you have the word of wisdom you have the word of knowledge uh, the word of knowledge oftentimes does talk about something that has happened in the past and then gives a clear you know um a clear expression of what that thing meant so a good expression of the word of knowledge for example was when jesus was at the well you know john chapter 4 with that woman and told her that she had been married okay (laughs) yes that is the word of knowledge somebody finding out about something that has happened you know before and that he should not know jesus should not have known so you will see it here in the prophets you know showing again the word of knowledge the word of wisdom what we call the discernment of spirit and of course the gift of prophecy okay so very important that you note that it says it ashes will be poured out on the ground verse 4 when king jeroboam had the man of god speaking against the altar at bethel he pointed at him and shouted seize that man but instantly the king's hand became paralyzed in that position and he couldn't pull it back yes <laughs> so nobody needs to tell jeroboam that this man this prophet was a prophet from god okay Yes, because the things that were happening there were beyond, you know, human comprehension. Yes, this guy was able to confront the king. Remember that this is the altar in Bethel that Jeroboam has set up. So he would have had his own prophets there. But this guy came in the midst of everybody, maybe thousands of prophets, confronted all of them, confronted the king. Okay, so his hand became paralyzed and he couldn't pull it back verse 5 says at the same time a wide a wide crack appeared in the altar and the ashes poured out just as the man of god had predicted in his message from the lord the king cried out to the man of god "Ah, please ask the lord your god to restore my hand again so the man of god prayed to the lord and the king's hand was restored and he could move it again okay so i'm sure in my opinion i guess the the man of god does felt okay so my message is to uh, my mission here is to bring revival okay not necessarily to punish this king so he prayed and god restored said he could move it again verse 7 says then the king said to the man of god come to the come to the palace with me and have something to eat and i will give you a gift but the man of god said to the king if you give me half of everything you own i would not go with you okay so it means that the man of god was able to discern that look this was a bribe says i would not eat or drink anything in this place for the lord gave me this command you must not eat or drink anything while you are you are there and do not return to judah by the same way you came so he left Bethel and went home another way 11 as it happened there was an old prophet living in Bethel, a old prophet living in Bethel. okay so usually a lot of people argue argue was this prophet a good person or a bad person the only thing I can point to is that it was an it was an old prophet living in Bethel, in the same town 
that you know Jeroboam had confirmed, you know, had converted into you know uh, a cesspool of idol worship. Okay, and prophets who worship, uh, who worship those idols. He says um, there was an old prophet living in Bethel, and his sons came home and told him what the man of God had done in Bethel that day. They also told their father what the man had said to the king. The old prophet asked them, which way did he go? So they showed their father which road the man of God had taken. Quick, saddle the donkey, the old man said. So they saddled the donkey for him and he mounted it. Then he rode after the man of God and found him sitting under a great tree. The old prophet asked him, are you the man of God who came from Judah? Yes, I am, he replied. Then he said to the man of God, come home with me and eat some food. No, I cannot, he replied. I am not allowed to eat or drink anything here in this place. For the Lord God, for the, for the Lord gave me this command. You must not eat or drink anything while you are there. And do not return to Judah by the same way you came. 18. But the old prophet answered, I am a prophet too, just as you are. And an angel gave me this command from the Lord. Bring him home with you so he can have something to eat and drink. Uh, but the old man was lying. Wow. So they went back together and the man of God ate and drank at the prophet's, at the prophet's home. Then while they were sitting at the table, a command from the Lord came to the old prophet. He cried out to the man of God from Judah, this is what the Lord says, you have defied the word of the Lord and have disobeyed the command uh, have disobeyed the command the Lord your God gave you. You came back to this place and ate and drank where he told you not to eat or drink. Because of this, your body will be, not be buried in the grave of your ancestors. After the man of God had finished eating and drinking, the old prophet saddled his own donkey for him, and the man of God started off again. But as he was traveling along, along, a lion came out and killed him. His body laid there on the road with the donkey and the lion standing beside it. Uh, people who passed by saw the, the body lying in the road and the lion standing beside it, and they went and reported it in Bethel, where the old prophet lived. So the truth is, what was um what was the intention what was the motive of the old prophet uh, the only thing i can see here that was that he was trying to discountenance what this prophet had said you know had said about you know about the altar about jeroboam okay he was trying to discountenance that being the old prophet he, he was just smarter than this guy that's all i can see Sincerely, if I was the younger prophet, unless his sons were at home with us at the table, when I got up from that table and I realized that he had deceived me, I would have broken his head. Yes, I would have broken his head. You know, but this guy, you know, uh, the younger prophet makes a, a grave mistake here and I think Christians still make today. Okay, so he meets this old prophet and this man asks him that, are you the man of God? He says yes obviously that one automatically has he has some information you know that his children already told him he had already said that um, God said he must not eat or drink in this place so the old man has that information and it is with that information that he uses to trap this young guy the young prophet 
tells him that look god told me not to sit in not to eat in this place not to drink not to even go back the same way i came and then the old prophet uses the spectacular tells him that ah, ah no I'm a, I'm a prophet just like you yes i'm a prophet just like you and an angel can you imagine an angel of god came to me and spoke to me and told me that you should come back and the young prophet took the word of an angel over the word of god quite a tragedy okay so what jeroboam could not do what the palace and the allos and all the riches of of jeroboam could not do okay just the food of a prophet was able to deceive this young prophet child of god listen uh the same thing is happening today what the allos of the world and all the deception of the world have not been able to achieve in deceiving a lot of us okay um but I, because jesus already warned us that in the latter days you know there will be uh, many who will come to deceive us so yeah it, sometimes it will not be the you know the extremes but it will be those who will come painting themselves you know um like as if they are representing god notice there it says clearly that look this man was lying this old man was lying so god did not send him okay he was lying okay but he uses one trick he uses the spectacular aha an angel so obviously the young prophet just had the voice of god but when somebody said they met with an angel what will you do aha so maybe God changed his mind and that was where the mistake this guy made. So that is one lesson I learned here. So be careful. Be careful those who bring the spectacular and then they are speaking contrary to the word of God. Child of God, be careful. Stay with the word. God will never contradict himself. That was the mistake the young prophet made. He should have realized that God will never contradict himself. Yes, God changes his mind. And there are many times in the Bible you see that God will give clear instructions to say, Look, I have changed my mind. A good example, Acts chapter 10. God tells Peter, I have changed my mind. This thing you are calling unclean, I have called them clean. Now stand up, kill and eat. But it was God that was speaking to Peter and Peter said, Lord, no, I know that you could not, you cannot tell me to be eating this. And God said, I am the one that said it is now clean. So it would have been a different thing if God told this young prophet that I that told you to go, I am telling you go back now. That would have been a different thing. But to accept the word of an old prophet, the word of an angel over the word of God, it was a terrible mistake. So learn that lesson. Please take it from here today. And God will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. I also learned a very important lesson. God spoke through the old prophet. Ah, I couldn't accept this one as a young Christian. Ah, yes, but I learned a big lesson. You see, God can speak through anyone. Even through that person that you know is a liar. Even through that person that you know, okay, maybe uh, this is not a man of God or not a true man of God. You will be shocked that you can hear God through anybody. Yes, you can hear God through anybody. So please pay attention to the word and God will help you in the mighty name of Jesus. God will help all of us in the mighty name of Jesus. So they went to report it. To the, to the old prophet in Bethel where um, that okay the man had died 26 he says when the 
prophet had the report he said it is the man of god who disobeyed the lord's command the lord has fulfilled his word by causing the lion to attack and kill him then the prophet said to his son saddle the donkey for me so they saddled the donkey and he went out and found the body lying in the road the donkey and the lion were still standing there beside it for the lion had not eaten the body nor attacked the had not eaten the body nor, nor attacked the donkey so the prophet laid the body of the of the man of god on the donkey and took it back to the town to mourn over him and bury him he laid the body in his own grave crying out in grief oh my brother i think this old man should be slapped yes i agree should be slapped verse 31 says afterward the prophet said to his sons when i die bury me in the grave where the man of god is buried lay my bones beside his bones for the message the lord told him to proclaim against the altar in bethel and against the pagan shrine in the town of samaria will certainly come true but even after this jeroboam did not turn from his evil ways he continued to choose prophets from the common people he appointed anyone who wanted to become a priest for the pagan shrine this became a great sin and resulted in the utter destruction of jeroboam's dynasty from the face of the earth and i'm telling you jeroboam was terrible i think the only there are only two uh two other kings i i can i can compare to him ahab and manasseh i will read about them later you know those two other two other guys were terrible but jeroboam laid you know this foundation for every other person every other terrible prophet who will come after him all right flip to chapters 14 chapters 14 i'm sure you remember ahijah right yes that was the prophet that gave jeroboam the prophecy that he was going to become king over israel so verse one at that time jeroboam's son ahijah uh, became abijah sorry became very sick so jeroboam told his wife disguise yourself so that no one will recognize you as as my wife then go to the prophet ahijah at shiloh uh, the man who told me i would become king Take him a gift of ten loaves of bread, some cakes, and a jar of honey, and ask him what will happen to the boy. So Jeroboam's wife went to Ahijah's Ahijah's home at Shiloh. He was an old man now and could no longer see. But the Lord had told Ahijah, Jeroboam's wife, who come here pretending to be someone else. She will ask, she will ask you about her son, for he is very sick. Give her the answer I give you. Six. So when Ahijah heard a footstep at the door, he called out, Come in, wife of Jeroboam. <laughs> Why are you pretending to be someone someone else? I'm telling you, these guys were just walking in a dimension of the expression of the spirits. Ah, and I just wish, because yes, in our dispensation, in this dispensation of the Holy Spirit, we should have a lot more, okay? We should have a lot more expression of the gifts of the spirit so yes again this is something happening in the future that he already knew the word of wisdom he says uh, why are you pretending to be someone else so if you were her <laughs> well of course you would have been shocked already and you'll be willing to hear the word of god and that's really oftentimes the purpose of the gifts showing right for people to open their ears and pay attention to the word then he told her i have bad news for you 
give your husband Jeroboam this message from the Lord, the God of Israel. I promoted you from the ranks of the common people and made you ruler over my people Israel. I ripped the kingdom away from the family of David and gave it to you. But you have not been like my servant David who obeyed my commands and followed me with all his heart and always did whatever I wanted. You have done more evil. Did you hear that? You have done more evil than all who lived before you. You have made other gods for yourself and have made me furious with your gold calves. And since you have turned your back on me, I will bring disaster on your dynasty and I will destroy every one of your male descendants, slave and free alike anywhere in Israel. I will burn up your royal dynasty as one burns up trash until it is all gone. Wow. <laughs> you will see how God will bring to pass this. He says the members of Jeroboam's family will die in the city. Ah, he says the members of Jeroboam's family who die in the city will be eaten by dogs, and those who die in the field will be eaten by vultures. I, the Lord, have spoken, and I'm telling you this will come to pass. Then Aijah said to Jeroboam's wife, Go on home, and when you enter the city, the child will die. All Israel will mourn for him and bury him. He is the only member of your family who will have a proper burial, for this child is the only good thing that the Lord, the God of Israel, sees in the entire family of Jeroboam. In addition, the Lord will raise up a king over Israel who will destroy the family the family of Jeroboam. This will happen today, even now. Then the Lord will shake Israel like a reed whipped about in a stream. He will approach the people of Israel from this good land that he gave their ancestors and will scatter them beyond the Euphrates River. For they have angered the Lord with the Asherah poles they have set up for worship. He will abandon Israel because Jeroboam sinned and made Israel sin again along with him so imagine oh, just one leader see how far he has led the nation verse 17 so jeroboam's wife turned so no sorry jeroboam's wife returned to Tessa, and the child died just as she walked through the door of her home and all israel buried him and mourned for him as the lord had promised through the prophet ahijah this is again word of wisdom accurate <laughs> oh lord that you would that you the gift of the spirit it will find expression in our lives in Jesus name verse 19 says the rest of the events in Jeroboam's reign including all his all his wars and how he ruled are recorded in the book of the history of the kings of is of Israel so I think we'll find that in the book of Chronicles later Jeroboam reigned in Israel 22 years when Jeroboam died his son Nadab became the next king Meanwhile, verse 21, Rehoboam, son of Solomon, was king in, in Judah. He was 41 years old when he became king, and he reigned 17 years in Jerusalem, the city the Lord had chosen from among all the tribes of Israel as the place to honor his name. Rehoboam's, mo Rehoboam's mother was Nama, an Ammonite woman. So, did you hear that? Rehoboam's okay, mother was Nahama, an Ammonite woman. So Rehoboam's mother was not the first woman, okay, Pharaoh's daughter that Solomon, um, that Solomon married. 
So I'm telling you that sometimes I try to find a, you know, an explanation for why Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, was so angry with Solomon. Okay, it was an Ammonite woman, you know, son who became king. And have you read the Bible? I'm sure you've read the Bible before. Can you find one other person? One other person mentioned. In fact, I think in the order of the Bible, there are only two other daughters mentioned. You know, I think you find that in First King chapter four, verse eleven, and First um, King chapter four, verse fifteen. Two of Solomon's daughters were mentioned there, who married other people. If he had seven hundred wives and three hundred concubines, obviously he had many children there are stories that even the queen of sheba had a son for solomon but the bible does not mention any of them i'm telling you it was terrible what happened to solomon it was terrible and a big lesson a big lesson to all of them i'm telling you i'm sure it was intentionally you know they were intentionally not mentioned in the bible okay so right let's hurry and finish this one um, verse 22 says, During Rehoboam's reign, uh, the people of Judah did what was evil in the in the Lord's sight. Let's back up a little bit. Remember that he reigned for 17 years, and that is very he reigned for 17 years, and that was very important. Okay, so we know that you know Jeroboam himself, you know, reigned for just about that long. Also, his reign was not was not was not long. So between the two of them, you know, they didn't they didn't they didn't last that long. Jeroboam reigned in Israel 22 years. So you know that was Jeroboam already left the throne before before Jeroboam himself was taken from the throne. So there was a king in. Judah, a new king in Judah before there was a new king in Israel. It says during Rehoboam's reign, the people of Judah did um, did what was evil in the Lord's sight, provoking his anger with their sins, for it was even worse than that of their ancestors. For they also built <coughs> for themselves pagan shrines and set up sacred pillars and ashram poles on every high hill and under every green tree. Verse 24, there were even male and female shrine prostitutes throughout the land. The people imitated the detestable practice of the pagan nations the Lord had driven from the land ahead of the Israelites. You know, because we are reading the entirety now, we know how God was warning them when they were leaving Egypt. How God was giving them clear instructions. You know, don't. This is why I'm telling the people in this land, you know, to I'm allowing you to be able to chase them out because this was what they were doing. And he warned them that look, if you intermarry with these people, they will lead you to do the same. And that is, I'm telling you, that is what was beginning to, to happen. Verse 25 says, In the fifth year of King Rehoboam's reign, King Shishak of Egypt came up and attacked Jerusalem. He ransacked the treasuries of the lost temple. Wow. And the royal palaces. He stole everything. He stole everything, including all the gold sheets Solomon had made. You see, all those wealth that Solomon um, um, you know, amassed. Look at everything that happened to them. In one generation, 27 says King Groobam later replaced them with bronze shields. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He replaced them with bronze shields as substitute, and he entrusted them to the care of the commanders of the guard who protected the entrance to the royal palace. Instead of going to fight and collecting them back, Yes, he didn't. Because why? Because he knew that God was not with him. Verse 28 says, Whenever the king went to the temple of the Lord, the guards would also take the shields and then return them 
to the guard room. They were carrying the inferior bronze sheet about as if they were the original. The original were with Shishak. Go and collect them. <laughs> Verse 29 says, The rest of the events of Rehoboam's reign and everything he did are recorded in the books of the history of the kings of Judah. So yes, we'll read about him too in the book of Chronicles later. It says, There was constant war between Rehoboam and Jeroboam. When Rehoboam died, he was buried among his ancestors in the city of David. His mother was Nahama, an Ammonite woman. Then his son, Abijam became the next king wow so i've been so blessed today tomorrow we'll continue our reading of the book of first king so but gradually you can see that we are quickly moving through the book right and there are so many lessons for us to learn we can learn from Rehoboam, we can learn from jeroboam we can learn from these old prophets and these young prophets you know and for as children of god remember that the gifts of the spirit are still in expression today in fact god is doing more today than he did even in the old testament because the holy spirit is here with us okay so we are going to pray from right today now and ask god you know first of all let the gift of the spirit find expression in my life one prayer number two prayer lord help me learn from the mistakes of this young prophet lord help me not to be carried away by the words of an old prophet lord help me to stay with your word lord i learned from jeroboam i learned from Rehoboam. i will not worship idols three lessons today will you just begin to pray lord help me father help me i will not worship idols hmm. i will worship only you the covenant keeping god in the mighty name of jesus help me lord to follow you closely not to be deceived oh god by an old prophet in the mighty name of jesus father let that be an expression of the gift of the spirits in my life in the name of jesus i pray for your people and i declare blessings in their lives today in the mighty name of jesus let each one lord return with testimonies but beyond that lord let there be a mighty expression of the of the gift of the spirit in their life in the mighty name of jesus i pray they will not be deceived in the name of jesus father we thank you we give you all the praise in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen all right thank you so much for listening today god bless you enjoy your day